You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. I am Shane McElroy, and I'm joined, as always, by my buddy, Blake McClellan. How are you, buddy, buddy, buddy? I'm good if we don't have to do this over again. This is our third one. This is our third attempt. We're not having a lot of luck tonight recording. Third time is a charm, hopefully. Technology (laughs) is a motherfucker, though. You know what I mean? Like, geez. Speaking of that, before we get into some of the other stuff, it is. And and we've talked about this a little bit before. Audio is incredibly, you know, technology in general is a pain, but audio is harder than I thought it was going to be. Video is easy. So we just do it on our phones or whatever. But for whatever reason, audio is a challenge. And uh, I was actually at the uh, the old Walmart uh, a little while ago and ran into a childhood friend of mine uh, who I grew up with uh, named Matt Mitchell. He's actually an audio engineer, a really cool guy. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I was like, hey, bro, could, could we got to hang out? And he just moved back in the area. Um, I need some advice on this stuff. So he does like big stuff like uh, – so his when we grew up, do you ever watch wrestling like WCW growing up? Yeah. So his dad was the executive producer of WCW. So we used to go to go to all the shows and stuff. And so oh, wow. he does yeah, he does like sporting events. And uh I don't know if you heard the new wrestling show. I've seen the ads for it. I think it's like all elite wrestling. Yeah, I've seen, I, well, I don't know if I recognize the name, but I have been seeing this new like wrestling something. I don't know what it is, but it's not WWE. Some something changed. Yeah, and so that's the new thing. It's it's really a lot of the old guys who did WCW, I think. And so Matt, uh, the sound engineer, does all their stuff. So they're like, I think they have like once a week live shows and stuff. And so we're talking about that. I'm like, that's so awesome. Because they're like the champion right now is like Chris Jericho. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's some like like Dustin Rhodes, which oh, is Dusty Rhodes' Rhodes. Son. Yeah, who was like Gold Dust, if you remember from WWF. Yeah. Uh, He's on there. So they have like a so lot wait, of really wait. good wrestlers. So funny story about that. So Gold Dust, uh, his son, or Dusty Rhodes' son. Is Dustin Rhodes. He's got is, a couple sons, I think. Well, yeah. One of them wrestled at Lasseter High School. And in the state championship, He, we were all uh, sitting up in the stands and like in the um, – for his match and you know, the way you set in the championship match, your family and friends get to sit in the corner. Like there's like three or four people that sit on the mat, whatever in a chair uh, on the mat corner there for you to support you or whatever. So anyways, he's getting ready to wrestle. And then in what walks dusty Rhodes and DDP. Oh yeah. Cause diamond Dallas page lives in Atlanta too. Yeah. So they're buddies. So literally this guy had DDP and dusty Rhodes sitting in his corner for the state championship. He won it in the first freaking round. It was awesome. But like DDP, he walked by, we all threw up the diamond, you know, we're like, Oh, DDP. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so when he like as nerdy as this sound, when he beat Goldberg, Goldberg is my like, favorite. He had that like undefeated streak and I know it's not real, but like it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that was the only guy I was cool with beating Goldberg and Took two diamond cutters, man, but he did it. It happens, it. man. DDP's the man, dude. DDP's the man. Um, he does a bunch of health stuff and yoga stuff now. He's like 6'5 or 6'6", too. He's a beast of a man. Like, he's super tall. Dude, Instagram saved these guys. Look at, you know, I ran, you know Rick Flair, his his whole thing now. He's come Woo! back alive, right? Dude, is like these guys were killing it now because they can take advantage of Oh, you clout. just ran into Ric Flair, too, didn't you? Yeah, I was in uh, New York, leaving the Greater New York meeting, heading to uh, DIA. Is- yeah. 
That's so awesome, dude. He's a cool guy. So, well, I'm talking to Matt, right? So we're at Walmart just catching up or whatever. I'm like, well, dude, tell me when this comes to Atlanta. Because it's like on TNT. Like, it's a you know, pretty big deal. And he's like, yeah, dude, uh, February, I think it's 18th. I'm like, oh, I'm so getting tickets for that. He goes, oh, you've got them. And oh. I was talking about you and how you were going to record this episode or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I got you some tickets, bro. So we're in, buddy. We're oh, in. dude, we got to dress up. We got Curry did that once, man. He went to the wrestling match and literally dressed up for it, I think. Oh my God, dude. I found our favorite wrestler who we're going to cheer for. <laughs> so I'm going through the roster here. There's a wrestler called Darby All In. <laughs> Darby All In. Oh, I love that. Dude, he's got like half his face is painted with like a skull. Yeah, that's our dude. That's our fucking <laughs> Gotta make the sign and everything. Oh, I did. All in, baby. All in. Maybe we'll grab a couple of our friends and make it a, like a, a big thing. Uh, and then, and then Strauman will go and start a wrestling match. Well, why ever do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't see it, or didn't catch it. They, 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 uh, they called their sales meeting all in. Like the theme of it was all in, and so like their metal set all in and everything. So it's pretty wow. funny. So yeah. like the award set. Yeah. You sent me the picture of the award. Saw someone post on LinkedIn in. and it's like all in. I'm like, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, listen, we're not, we love Strawman people, right? Like I know that they've, you know. I love Strawman's people. I mean, dude, we would have given you the logo so you could put it on there and put our faces Hell on man, it. Oh man, I would have set up a, I would have set up the podcast at the event and interviewed all their, all their guys. Like that would have been dope. How cool would that be for us to go? Like you go lecture about social media and branding and like, we do the podcast there interview, like some of their top execs and like, and it's not like Strauma. This could be any company or whatever. They've got some really cool people. I'll be honest, man. That Neodent team is kick ass, man. I love those guys from, from, uh, Patrick to Angus to Brock. And well, Wes Witten, who's the new regional director for, uh, in this area, he was with bio. He was our, our biologics director, which is why we had such a cool biologics line. He just won like a regional manager, I think. Yeah. So his team was that good. So um, they've got no, some, they've cool got some great there, people man. there, man. I'd love to have some of them on the, uh, the, the podcast actually. Brock is awesome, man. I mean, he was actually going to oh, yeah. do this with us, but uh, they keep him busy over there at Strauman. So yeah, right? He was too busy selling like what, like uh, mills and printers. Yeah. The mill yeah. I mean, if, I think he's the reason Zircon's on is everywhere now. So <laughs> yeah. Annoyingly so sometimes. <laughs> But like, yeah, they've got some, I mean, like those guys are really good people. That's usually who I hang out with at meetings and stuff, you know, they're good guys, but. Oh yeah. Well, like in the Strawman team, like Shane Treadway is a good buddy and he's like one of the most well-respected guys around here. He's a, one of their like elite reps up in Atlanta too. Um, No, they got good people. Uh, I like, I like our Strawman friends. So don't take that personally, guys. But dude, just call us next time, man. We would have been all in with you. Yeah, seriously. Like. Man. Or are we just being like completely up our own asses thinking that maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. I mean, I, we didn't try to franchise the term all in. It just is kind of like, come on, man. <laughs> Everybody, it, it's kind of interesting. Like, I had a phone call today, I talked to you about it. I almost say from who it was from, but um, they were asking my advice on, you know, influencer stuff and who's the big guys out there and how do you approach this. And it's just, it's a lot of me regurgitating stuff I've learned from you. And they're like, oh my God, that's an amazing idea. And I'm like, well, yeah, you just you just got to get in there and, and understand. Everybody's trying to. They recognize the need for partnering with influencers. They just don't know what or how to do. I'll it. be honest. You know what I think has happened is it was all conferences, right? And the conferences held the power. These these societies and organizations kind of held all the power because man, everything was done from the commerce to the education to the exposure, the influence. Everything was done at these events. 
And then they hold the power and these companies got tired of it. And the, the ROI was going down. The attendance was going down. So it gave them an opportunity to make their own. I mean, if you look at it, every company's got their own symposium now. And it's actually, yep. they put some money behind it now. And so, oh, yeah. I mean, these a lot of these companies are doing some really badass conferences. And so now they're doing that and they've got that clout or that, that goal about them that they're thinking, all right, well, I mean, we'll just do our own influence. We'll do this. We'll make our own. They want to make everything of their own, right? And that's why you see this now consolidation of everything in-house. You know, they think that they can just do it all now. And, and I think there's a point where you can't monopolize everything. You've got to just stay in your lane and respect it and then like endorse and support the right things. Whereas this- Well, and I think you hit it right there, the right things, because I think, I know this for a fact, uh, the companies are getting, you know, burned by all the associations and things like that, that have these meetings with the, the traditional trade show floor and the things we bitched and whined about, you know, we spend tons and tons of money and there's no ROI. And so if they have their own meeting, they will, at least that's on them to create the ROI. Sure. Right? sure. So it makes sense why they do it. I mean, bio's got ours in New York coming like in April or something like that. And it's badass. I, I've heard of Nobel stuff. Nobel puts on amazing meetings. Like yeah, they, they can do it. Really they well. did a great job in Madrid. Um, their, their next one is in Las Vegas and they've talked about that. So it's going to be pretty good. You know, I think that the three shape conference is trying to do something, you know, spectacular. I know they, yeah. the team behind it's really open and creative and they're looking to try to, you know, they were actually reaching out to DIA to see if we could try to help them out. They actually offered us, I think like a half day block of the conference to, to have speakers fill and stuff like, so they're really cool wow. and flexible. They want to change and be, you know, pivot there. So, and then you look at Paulo from Evident, man. Like he's just like nah. He almost wanted. He almost threw his own dental conference and did like a dental party. And then he was like, "No, that's what he did at DIA." <laughs> then, then he was like, "Well, man, what if I just give you guys like, let's just do it right, right? If I support this and make sure we do it right and by my terms, then if you guys are cool with that, then I'm good with just supporting y'all's party." So we did it, and he loved it, man. And it made a great experience for us. But he's like, "Man, dude, this Paulo." He was cool. I got to meet him and and just talk with him a little bit because, uh, you know, Brian Linky was there and Robin Johnson and uh, two of the big labs, uh, lab owners down here in Atlanta. And so they introduced me and just a cool guy. And, and dude, that party was so much fun. I mean, and he was clearly having a blast too. Uh, so, well, I think if yeah, like you could yeah, just I'm get good. the problem is our industry doesn't play well with others and nobody plays nice with each other. But if you could get like five powerful organizations to sit down, they can make a movement. If you look at the EMR movement or the blockchain movement, for instance, okay, um, the Hyperledger project with uh, IBM, it was like endorsed with IBM, uh, supported by IBM, but it was an open source kind of like nonprofit, like community setup for the greater good. And so these big medical companies like Cardinal and all that uh, sat down and said, okay, we agree that medical records need to start exploring safer solutions. And so they were going to sit down and build a, a universal language that would be adaptable by hospitals for emr going on the blockchain so that patient records were safer and things like that so now you've got these powerful figures sitting down and all saying hey we can all fight and the only people losing are the customers and the patients or we could all sit down play nice figure out what's good for the greater good and and, and like let's 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 come to terms and have a fair competition here and, and i yeah. think that's what needs to happen I think something like that can happen. Um, I don't know if it will happen. Uh, that's the difference. No, but I think you could do it at the micro. I mean, honestly, I, I get 
reps asking me, well, how do you do so many educational events in your territory? We have set budgets and things like that. And it's not that I get a higher budget. It is that I partner with other companies that I've built relationships with and I'll only invite them to do them. And we all just split it. So we can do like, if I bring in four companies, we can do four times as many events if they, and I only invite them if it's, they're going to get an ROI and I make sure that they, like I'm introducing people to them. Like if, if I've asked them to be part of it, they are going to win. And so you do that. Like, listen, any dental rep out there can do this. Sure. Uh, we all do education. We all have limited budgets. Just partner with your guys, dude. Just build well, relationships and do it that way. Look at look at Zimmer and X X Guide, right? So uh Dr. Hartman got a channel with us on IC and he's like Yeah, I've been seeing his post. Dude, that guy's killer. He's already made he's turned into an episode. Like it was the first person who posted from their channel as episode, but he's working partnerships with all the brands he works with. He's like, Look, I'm buying the channel for me and I'm doing this. I'm doing my studio. Now he's putting out content and he's like, look, I want you guys here so that I can explain it best. And so he had the XNAV VP in there explaining everything about the product while he was doing surgery with it. And it was, it that's was awesome. really, really cool, man. But that's a great, that's brilliant. There's continuity here. It just, it's been such an old guard that no one, I don't know, man. And I mean, except for like, you know, what was the whole, Never mind. I won't say it because then you might get in trouble. Never mind. <laughs> you can say it, dude. I'll just delete it out. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, these are publicly traded companies. We'll just keep it quiet. We won't say anything else, right? But 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 <laughs> long and short is like there there can be companies can have continuity with each other and 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 create a good, good greater good. And that's why, like, can you imagine if four or five implant companies sit down and said, "Look, we're tired of the way that the conferences are being done." We want this conference to happen. Like it's a fair fight. We all know there's plenty of market out there. Let's just make a sick implant conference. I don't see it happening. No way. Because I just, I think what you have to do is have somebody in the middle, which we've seen that in the, in the past, but just do it a different way. And you know, well then let's just do an implant conference. Screw it. Let's just make an implant conference. Let's, let's make the terms and let's just do it. All right. I'm in dude. I'm all in. Uh, like for real, we've we've had these conversations. Let's keep this one on the DL. Let's save this one for later and see if if some things come to fruition. But that'd be dope as hell. So what else is going on? You got a sick kiddo. Yeah, I do, but um, he's fine. He's I think he's got strep. Like he just dude, little kids, man. It happens all the time. So like it's not a we've been through the ringer. So he's gonna be fine. He's already. Uh, I think he's got strep. Little girl had strep in his class. We just found out today. So just got him some antibiotics. His mom called it in and. Uh, He'll be good to go tomorrow, dude. Like, There's like nothing you can do, right? No, he's fine. He'll just watch cartoons and eat popsicles all day. Like well, he thinks it's a vacation. It's crazy that like no matter how well you take care of your kids, you're going to expose them to all kinds of kids all, all the time, right? That you don't know how their parents take care of them. Like Lacey he's is – preschool. They're disgusting. They eat boogers and stuff. Like I mean – Lacey is on a walking Petri dish, man. She comes in oh, with yeah. like every contaminating disease possible. Well, tell everybody what Lacey does, by the way. Oh, yeah. She's a second grade teacher. So, she, you know, she's dealing with these really young – I would call them disease pools, if you will. Like, they're just like, yeah. and I just, I used to have the immunity when I worked in the hospital side of things, but now that I, I just don't even call, go in the field anymore. I don't know. I just don't have the immunity anymore. Hospital ain't got shit on children, dude, as far as like <laughs> catching shit. I'm telling you, man, they just, when you have little ones, especially preschool, why not as much in, in elementary school now, but it's just gross. Oh, <laughs> they God. Just, they don't. I like, I like, I had a wash down at the in- at entry of our garage for Lacey. 
take off your clothes and burn them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't, don't come near me until you've showered after you got off work. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Of course, then I'll come home in scrubs after, you know, doing a surgery and never change out. I'm like, oh, well, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Just jump right in bed. That's gross too, man. Uh, but yeah, and well, tomorrow too, we're gonna we're actually going to see each other in person, man. Even though we both live in Atlanta, you're on the north side, I'm on the south side. Uh, what time is that course tomorrow? I think it starts around nine. I'll probably get there around ten or so. Okay, good. Um, it's right by your house, so good. Yeah, shit. I got. I forgot. I made some. I got something tomorrow afternoon. Things just amount like start adding up. Yeah. Well, we're gonna stop in. You know, I'm actually not technically even working it, but it, you know, it's yeah. the Stanleys. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Rob, uh, St- Dr. Rob Stanley, who's on Implant Compare, he's one of the best uh, on there by far. Dude, those guys crush. But he's so amazing. Su- he's so precise and surgical with everything that he does. Yeah, that he's an engineer. What do you expect? Like yeah. truly an engineer, dude. Their 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 OR. It looks like the Today Show set. Like it is it's so cool. It, what? And then Bobby runs the show, right? Like Bobby's yeah. the qu- queen bee, man. And so I'm looking forward to seeing her again. I love Bobby Stanley. She's awesome too. So she's got nice a really great personality, and oh, like the so way awesome. that she is is just relatable but assertive. So a lot of people yeah, that is a powerful female, but not overpowering. And it's, and, and you have to walk that line, unfortunately for women. And she is, she's just amazing. No, I hear that a lot. Like from always with DIA and IC, we're always trying to make sure we're tailing it to the female audience. So always, you know, I reach out to like Stephanie Zeller and different people that I trust and just say, How, what, what do you think? What are we, what's the perspective? And one of the big things that Stephanie was talking about, or we, Stephanie and I were talking about one time was, you know, a lot of these, influencer females are hard or in speakers actually more than anything are are seem unobtainable right they seem too perfect and mm-hmm. you're like oh there's a, yeah no way they're not relatable to the audience and that's what the real appetite is now is people that are relatable and so whether men, female or male but with her she's seems she's perfect right just as he is they're both they're like a perfect couple yeah, they really <laughs> they're, are, they're like right. perfect people and then you would think that they would be like airy or stuck up or something like they're the nicest most humble exact kindest, opposite. like straight up and and so that's their differentiator that i think is why they're so successful because it's just a relatable man they're and they're just cool people they're really nice talk about all in like give them an award for that because for sure. that, i mean that's how i met bobby we were just talking about like dental marketing at uh him and a couple of years ago and just i mean it was like what? just hive thinking it was crazy and then then i got to meet rob and i uh, kind of audited one of his courses i'm like oh my god this guy is he's but let's be honest good at teaching. like they're you're beautiful people right so you see a photo oh of them god, just yeah. just like the dental yogis you're like okay yeah but what's the catch they're just they're real yeah, assholes, they, they right? gotta be dickheads they yeah be no. and then exactly. you're opposite. like holy shit you guys are just awesome and you're perfect you're perfect yeah how Even, dare you? Yeah, right? like, gosh, <laughs> dang it, man. <laughs> I know. It's just how it is, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing them because they become really good friends the last couple of years. And, you know, pay attention to them. They are, if you want to learn, I mean, Rob breaks it down from, you know, the clinical side, the business side, Bobby is just so on it and they practice everything they preach. So like, if you really do want to learn how to have like a, an elite multi-specialty practice, like that's. Yeah. That, that, that name's going to be one that sticks around for a while, right? Like, you know, I I can't see how it doesn't. Some of those few institutes that have been around for a long, a long time and haven't gone away. We won't name them, but necessarily, but 
they well, and they got good team members for the institute as well. And like Catherine's one of them. She kind of yeah. you know does all the business stuff for them. And and like Margaret, you know, she's course. Margaret's great with video and everything. She's a gangster man. Like we we she's the one that runs their live feeds, and like she works with uh, mostly David, our our head of content. And Super cool too. Yeah, I mean they, they got a kick ass team. They're they're really cool. But no, it, it's it's great to see. I'm excited to record with them, but it's great to see their success, man. It's 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 been exciting oh, yeah. to be involved in it and just to be sitting a fly on the wall and watch it happen. It's awesome. Nah, big fan too. I love I I really enjoy his ICs too because like I ask very specific questions and he just answers them just on point. And he doesn't make you feel dumb. You can ask you anything, he's gonna answer it. It's crazy how much they practice. Like I have never, like a lot of people that do our surgeries or live surgeries, they don't prep at all. Like <laughs> you know, there's like, hey, I'll show up, turn lights on, let's go. Care. They, they care. do practice runs, not the surgery portion portion, but like they really articulate everything, and you gotta give them love for that. It's awesome. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we got that tomorrow, and then Saturday, I've got nothing on the books. So I'll probably be taking care of a sick kid. Maybe who knows? And uh, and then Sunday, I leave for the sales meeting. Uh, which is in Atlanta. It's oh, actually yeah. at the Ritz Carlton in Greensboro, Georgia, which I was stoked about. I don't have to go that far. Dude, that is the best place. Only if you're staying at the Ritz. If you're staying at that shitty little green roof <laughs> hotel, I have had to stay there at the lodge. I have had to stay there. Rod put me there, my other business partner. I was working for him. And uh, yeah, that was awful. They, had, they still have tube TVs in their, uh, in their rooms. So a little story, a little Ritz-Carlton experience story for all you people out there. Uh, I think it was my first oral surgery meeting, GSOMS out there, and I was staying at the lodge, and uh, my wife was pregnant with our oldest, and we stayed at the lodge. We had no idea. And so we wake up the first day, and our eyes are bloodshot. She's miserable. So I'm over working the meeting. I go to the front desk. I'm like, hey, are there any affordable rooms? And she's like, well, we have a suite available. It's like 800, 900 bucks a night. I'm like, yeah, I'm not been with the company that long. I, I don't think I can, you know, make that happen. And uh, she goes, well, what can you afford? I'm like, probably like a couple hundred bucks a night. I mean, honestly. So I appreciate you looking. I turn around to walk away. She goes, Mr. McElroy, the suite just opened up for $200 a night. Um, we're going to send a car over to pick up your wife if you want to give her a heads up. And uh, I was like, are you serious? We get to the room. There's like $300 worth of like baby clothes because the baby's on the way and spa stuff and a handwritten note from her saying, thank you so much for staying with us. We appreciate you so much. Dude, I wrote management. I wrote her boss. I, and then she called me later. Apparently, she got real kudos for that. But that, I've gone back, just uh, testament them like 20 times. And I've sent so many people there. That is why. And they still think hold brain on that as the number one company with for customer service they're, they're that, number that one story customers. right there like i got to experience you hear about stories like that but when you the the employees at the front have the autonomy to make a call like that that's and, awesome and i and it turned into a massive roi for them with me i mean i've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars there and so um small flux. you know yeah, <laughs> I mean, not necessarily my money, but I mean, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I'm excited about the sales meeting, and let's talk some about that, man. Like, because all the sales meetings are going on right now. We always, almost always do them at the beginning of the year. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, 
Guns it's a big deal. Get, get, your, get ready for your lunches, Docs. You, in, 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 yeah. two, in about a week and a half, stuff. two weeks, you got a bunch of uh, hard up sales reps ready to come to the door and do shit. <laughs> yeah, either and they had a good year and they want to keep it rolling, or they had a bad year and they got to make up for that. Right. <laughs> so, um, but I don't think a lot of the doctors know what goes on at sales meetings. I mean, Yes, we sit there most time. Like, how do we get these assholes money? Like, let's get the money. Have you watched uh, <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, that, that, yeah that's man, it. There you go. Maybe, yeah, pretty much that. That's there it. Right? How can we screw these guys over? But that's not really what it's like. Um, but you got to understand, these sales meetings are actually really important because, uh, like, outside salespeople, we live on islands, man. Like, we're alone. You know, and so it even sometimes not. This isn't the case at our company, but I've been at companies past where, like even the internal people don't like the salespeople because like, they make all this money and they, they're not, they don't feel like they're part of the company because they're not there. But you got to understand the other side of it is being on an Island and not necessarily having a lot of direction. And, uh, you know, that's not, that can be a big challenge, especially when you're first starting out. It's a very it's manic job though. You start the month with a new quota, right? The, <sighs> you know, the first day of the month, boom, quotas hitting you. You're getting an email from a manager or whatever. And it's like, boom, go eat. And you're like, you got to deliver. So and then you get to the last two weeks, so the last week of the month, and you're you're trying to push that last little finish line, and it's just, it's a, it's a, it's cyclical, right? And it, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's truly manic. It's a manic lifestyle, and so that's why you know salespeople are the unique breed of the art, right? It, it, you got to be a little bit sadistic and manic. Yeah, you really do. And I think you know I've been doing it a long time now, so I don't get as high and I don't get as low. And but I do know this: when things are rolling, going really, really well. I just keep it going, baby, because I know that at some point you're going to hit and it, it could be your fault. It may not be a fit, but something's going to happen where it ain't flowing in. Right? So, so what are they doing in these meetings? Is it, is it like, I mean, I mean, look, I, I know one of them was just in Vegas. Uh, so I can imagine what happens in Vegas stays there, but yeah, uh, that's a bad move to have a sales meeting out there. Salespeople are notorious for drinking and partying, especially the new ones who come into the company for whatever reason. Man, don't. don't yeah, especially especially if they're giving out awards, you're going to feel confident, man, hitting those tables. What? They're putting us in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, at a Ritz, which is a really nice Ritz, but there's nothing around there. Smart move. That's, that's <laughs> the smart move. Nobody's going to get fired because uh, that has happened at meetings before. Well, and no, and fired. no DUIs, no nothing, right? Like you can just walk yeah. back to your room, you're all on property, you're done yeah. there. So what goes on in our sales meetings, and I think most of them are fairly, fairly similar. So some years we'll have like a doctor come speak to us. Um, I think we had Justin Moody a couple years ago. Uh, this year it's going to be like Stan Bergman, who if you don't know, he's the the head of all of Shine, not just Shine Dental, but like medical, veterinary, um, and dental. He's the, so he's the, gonna come. the CEO. The CEO. Of which you know, It's kind of cool. Yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. I got invited. So he does a round table. And so some of the top reps in the country, um, I guess they invite like eight of us or something. Small flex. In there and small, yeah, humble brag, humble brag. But yeah, sit us down and kind of, I don't know what we're even talking about, but um, I think it's smart on their part to either, it's either an ego thing for us, which is smart, uh, or it's, he actually does want the feedback from the field, which is smart. So it, it's, you can't lose by doing that. Um, but it'll be interesting. You know, we'll talk about it after the fact. I don't know what I'll be able to divulge if anything happens or anything cool comes up. We'll, we'll see. I'll talk about what I can. See if me and Stan become real good buddies. You and Stan watch on, on Tuesday. You're like, hey, man, oh, we should have Stan on the podcast. That would be awesome, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. As long as we don't <laughs> play by rules, I'm good with it. He seems like a, a pretty intelligent guy. You can learn something from for sure. 
Uh, well, no doubt about that. Like he's incredibly successful. I don't know if I'm going to bring up that I'm on a podcast in front of him because he's, I don't know if that's corporate rules or not. I have no idea. <laughs> you talk yourself out of a job while being the top rep. Uh, it's not unheard of. <laughs> and I'm not the top rep. All right. So in fact, you know who might, so we in the fantasy football league, we had Damon McFarland, who I think has a shot at being the rep of the year of like the, of everybody. And do we have some killer reps all over the country? And then our boy, Steve London, who was on an earlier episode, um, he's got a a really good shot at it too. So I think it's probably between those two and maybe uh, I think Sarah Lyons out of Cleveland, probably the top three who have a shot at it. You kind of see it through the year. You don't yeah. really know, but you kind of well, have an we idea. know London's winning, man. That guy's just a kick ass dude. Oh, he, like, he, he, wants wants to. he said he was going to pull the Back to the Future shoes, dude, on stage. I'm like, dude, uh, just do it either way. Dude, he, he's a good guy, man. That guy is just, uh, uh, that's probably one of our best podcast episodes too, right? I think that's, that's up there. Uh, people love that one, man. Yeah. It's, it's, him, his, and Hunter's uh, were really well received. Hunter brings a big following too. Like he, Hunter's got, he's quiet on social media. I would say, like he's doing a lot more he's activity on there now. But because we poked and prodded him until he would do more. Yeah, but he was more <laughs> of those subtle lurkers kind of thing. And but so many people know him and know of him. He's cool. So I, he called me this morning. We were talking this morning, man. Uh, he, he just called me out of the blue, and he's such a cool guy, such a nice guy. I, he's been, you know what's really cool about this podcast and like DIA and everything like truly have be, made some really good like Hunter's a friend now and he's so fucking smart like yeah. he's just one of the smart guys I know David Atia, he was supposed to be on this episode got caught in traffic because of the, the fires in Australia but dude he is like FaceTiming from Australia talking about family and stuff like he's just like you know David Wong talking to him earlier I met him at the first DIA like this stuff, this is why I enjoy the podcast because we really get to dig deep and like truly connect with people. And so it's been badass in that respect. Yeah. You know, it's, it were some really interesting people like, you know, Salib talking oh, yeah. through why his house has a leak. Going know, on, you know, like, he's away, bro. And he's like, he's like, no, uh, <laughs> we're, we're doing this thing. I'm like, hell yeah, man. That guy's Salib become awesome. family to me with, um, you know, all the trips out to Cali, man, to do surgery with him or whatever. Like dude, dude's just and the, I mean, everything about him is just genuine and real, and it's really nice. It's pretty cool, man. Oh yeah, for no, a, for, for a Southern Cal guy, he's all right, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he's genuinely a good dude, yeah. and he's like, like we become fast friends just through you, you know. Uh, you know, you talk good about both of us, both lying both ways, probably. But oh, you, no, I was actually texting Hunter uh, today and yesterday because I, I'm looking at some land up in. Um, the national forest area of North Georgia for like camping, hunting, whatever, you know? And I was sitting in the plots. He's like, I don't know, man. what do you think? Of, do you think it's going to be wide enough? This is that. But you know, someone I've only met for 10 minutes in person and literally someone I'm, you know, so close with now just, through, you know, I'm texting my property plots and everything else, getting his advice. Oh like, yeah, man. He's just that kind of guy you get really comfortable around and he's just very nice. And, uh, just a really nice person to have in your, your, I guess your team, your close team, you know? Yeah. Just in general, like to be able to pick somebody's brain, who's that young, that smart, that experienced at so many different things. It's, it's cool. And, uh, it's definitely made me like got four kids. What? He's what? 32 four kids too. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Four kids. And he loves it. He's so happy with life. But he's like, he's like us just in a different direction. You know, he's so, he loves it. Yeah, he loves it, dude. Yeah. No, you know? definitely. 
And he, he doesn't he likes the David Goliath stuff too. Not so much David Goliath, but he just likes a battle. Like he he's down to like be confrontational for the better good. Like and I like that about him. I do too. I know you like that about him. Oh yeah, man. I'm sure uh, I'm sure but, I piss some people off with this this episode, but I don't care. You know I, I mean? don't like, care either. I think it's funny, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I mean, listen, man, like I'm stoked, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like London again, I, you know, getting to see all these guys who, you know, we talk about these other guys, but hell, maybe I'll bring with the stuff and record something from there too. Cause I mean, dude, you will hear some stories at these things too. Cause the stuff happens out in the field that you don't necessarily get to share with everybody, but maybe we'll have some interesting stories. Oh yeah. You better maybe have I, some good road stories to share on the next episode then. Yeah, dude, I'll have something. Why, I don't know. Why aren't we recording at it? Like what the hell? We should be at these sales meetings recording like all the implant companies and 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 let's see what I can pull up, man. I'll bring I'll bring the stuff, dude, and just see and be like, hey, just uh, just come on down, man, and uh, tell let's us just to, do it. Who t- cares? I'll stand the man to fork up a ca- a suite for my wife and I, and uh, we'll be there too. We'll make it. Yeah, happen. I'm gonna go to Stan Bergman and say, hey, Stan, <laughs> Blake's coming down. You better well, get then, the wallet tell out. Bogan, really? Tell Bogan, man. He, come on, he, it, you you talk to all these top dogs way more than I do. You call them. <laughs> Not Steve, man. I haven't talked to Steve in a while, man. It's been a while. I'm looking forward to seeing Steve too. He's you're, you're uh, my bio guy now. You're my bio contact. <laughs> okay. I'm the, well, that, that's not going to get you very far. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> See, I don't even have you in my phone as Shane. I have you as Bio Horizons. You know, it's just. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get anything done. Uh, but uh, it'll be good, man. I, like last year, like I like to put this out there. Like, I, I, I put a post up today on, on the, the podcast thing about what it's like to walk in when you, you know, going to get your award and it's like, hell yeah. Like it's, it's a great feeling, but the first experience I ever had, like I do pretty good. And, uh, but last year I just had me- mentally, I wasn't in the game and I didn't have like a disastrous year, but I didn't have my, a good year. Like it was my worst year of bio ever and, uh, didn't get an award. And honestly, I was like, well, I'm never letting that happen again. <laughs> Like, cause you know, it's like, it's this weird thing of like going to sales meeting and you, we celebrate the people who do well cause they deserve it. Cause they bust their ass all year, but it sucks. It does only happen to me once and it will never happen again where I didn't get anything. Right. And, uh, oh, so I want, I, I want to know what the deal is then cause someone's losing. So I know our boy JD at Nobel's kicking ass. He's I, kicking ass. I know you're <laughs> kicking ass. Hang on. I know that Shane in Georgia is kicking ass, right? And then mm-hmm. I know that uh, our boy Daniel and his team over there at Strom, or uh, I guess Neo Dent team, they were flexing like a I don't know some like some like seventy yeah, percent new customer acquisition or something like some crazy right like well, we didn't know how many customers to begin with I mean yeah. so <laughs> so what happened in the southeast who lost and who's going to be making a who's trying to fight their way out of the the underdog story there this year you think. What do you mean? Like, like which company? Yeah, it sounds like a lot of people did well down here. Did the market just grow or did did someone lose out? The market's growing in general. And I think Nobel took a hit. And I think that's a lot of corporate side and, and not the reps at all because they have really good reps down here. Um, and they're, I don't know what they're they do messy corporate-wise. They're, they're a little messy. At the moment, yeah. After that acquisition – or not acquisition, but after that that raise, they raised $600 million with um, yeah. for the Danaher split off or whatever. But it it's – it's definitely there's not a lot of continuity there uh, no. between management and the, the reps in the field. It seems like, and you got to understand it's rep by rep. So just because one rep for a company does well in there, it doesn't mean they all are. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So and you know, I gave props to Olivier last episode uh, with Matt, and uh, 
it's true. It's a lot of, you know, all the companies have great stuff. You can be satisfied. You can have success with all of them. But the rep matters a lot in those scenarios. And so there's always somebody who brings something to the table. Like, you know, I try to bring my my good looks and my charm because that's all I've got to go on, right? Uh, Shane has a great, you know, uh, Strawman has great, like, uh, digital background, lab background. Wait, you what said you were bringing your good looks and charm? I was being more than sarcastic. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I, my my success has not come from <laughs> from my looks. Being tall, dark, and handsome is another thing. I have zero of any of those. I about I was about to say there's a few other ones that I think would I'd rather have in my office than uh, than yourself. That's for sure. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Almost all of them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I got a magic wand. So I don't know what's going on. Well, you know, I think, I think, I'll be honest, I think like some of the, like, like Hyosin, I think they've gone down. I haven't heard a lot from them. I haven't them. heard much from them. You know, at Dense Supply, I, it's weird. It doesn't mean they're not having them success, either. but I haven't heard a lot from them. So, and I don't know if that's, they're not having, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, so. I don't hear a lot of people moving Ankylos. You know what I mean? I really don't, I don't hear a lot of people placing those anymore. So, I, not after Hunter's comment on. It. <laughs> no, what what Reed was run, their guy here in Georgia, and that guy was awesome. He worked, he worked for us for a little bit in Texas, dude. Yeah. Reed's, dude, Reed's the a man. Beast. He's, he's awesome, dude. But Love you know, I, I just they're just not as hungry in that market or that segment. That's not their focus right now. It's all the other workflow. But they're moving their headquarters to to Charlotte, and yeah. someone came over during one of our surgeries with Rick Capitan. They're like, man, we want to work with you because. But we were there with Zimmer because he's he's he works with Zimmer stuff. But I guess he's done some KOL stuff for them too. But um, I don't know, man. I just I, they gone quiet too. Zimmer's about to, you know after talking to to Mike and Ken from Zimmer. I mean, it sounds like they're going to make some pretty big pushes this year. So I have to get they, to the, they got a good team. Well, I, I I think too though one of the big issues is like, well okay for instance we did that poll right. Uh, within Plank Compare, we did the the poll best products of twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, so, that was awesome. By the way, um, who got best full arch implants? Uh, bio, bio. Yes, you did, sir. And what up? The, so, so Strauman got best implant. You guys got best full arch. Nobel got best pros. Zimmer got best biologics. So it's kind of you know spread out. But you know, he didn't yeah. see receive any votes. Didn't play. No. Ouch. Zero, and so and, and and neither did we. We left an other box, right? And and there's some some people commented a few things, but I didn't see anything. Now DIO, we got a few votes for them. That's a Korean company coming over. That I think they'll do some damage. I, I think they'll come over and and, and take a piece. I've seen of some of their stuff. Mainly, you kind of made me aware of some. Of they got some cool stuff too. Yeah, I saw them at uh, AAID. I think their booth was. They had um, it's like UV activator that you drop the implant in, and it's like it's, it's uh, some maybe some of this gimmick. But they're they're. I think they'll be a competitor. I know we're gonna actually meet with. Um, I think we're meeting with them in in February actually because they want to really start doing some education in the U.S. But, um, and they just acquired a dental education institute. I think they acquired um. See that's a that's a strong move right there. White cap was it? Is it called white cap or something like that? Is that, is that something? Sure. Right? That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how they, it works out. They bought them because they had um they had a biologics portfolio and uh, that this education institute they had some fix on like buying biologics and selling it. I don't know. Anyways, but they education is the way to sales now. I think influencers education, all that stuff. It can't just be a product. Like it's got to be the the entire gambit. You know, that's why you're having Neodents partnering with Zirkinson having success. It's got to just be more. 
and uh, the game's getting the players have, have are the same, but the game has changed, my friend. Oh, a little McGruber quote there. <laughs> I told you I get in there. Somewhere. Oh, that's one of my favorite movies. It's so good. <laughs> I love that movie. No, yeah. you know, it, it, if you've if you've got education figured out and, and you're mm-hmm. a doctor, because I would say if I said that right now and didn't mention the doctor portion, guys would think that I'm killing it over here. I'm definitely not. We're, we're in a battle every day with these companies. Oh yeah, but um, they're always trying to copy us and everything. So it's always a fat fight. But like, <laughs> um, but well, okay. Um, it's yeah. Anyways, the, I mean, even after meeting with some of these companies, they'll deliberately say they're going to work with us and then go and make a rep clone copy of us. It, and it's so it's so funny. We're still going to win because the authenticity and every the audience wants that, but. Back to my point is these educational institutes, like let's say like Joe Marinfar or Justin Moody or uh, what's the one in Nashville, the Engle Institute. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. And, and these ones starting now, like Pay Ray and stuff, and and Fine. Those people aren't going to go anywhere as no. long as you stay humble. Don't burn any companies. You will stay in the game for a very long time. You you won't make private practice exit money. You really won't. You just won't. Like if you want to go in and build practices and do the flip thing and you know do the P- Peter Bolden book and and dude, you will make a really good living that way. But that's the capitalist route, right? If you're doing the education not, route, not, it's not, not everybody's got that in their blood. That's a very rare thing, by the way. You're, you're, it's going to be a lot of work when it comes down to the dollar per hour because you've got to do a lot of prep work and stuff. It really isn't a lot. It's not a lot of money. And a lot of people think that they go in and they make a killing. It's a good side hustle, but there's a break-even point because you're so profitable in a practice. But if you can own education, some vertical like that, like live surgery or your own courses, like all in X, whatever it is, if you can do that and do that well and find the balance for you and your practice life, you, you can really make a nice little decent living off that. And it's not even just the money with a lot of the guys. Like I think, you know, most sales reps, like, listen, I like recognition. I like trophies. I like awards. Um, you know, Gary V talks about liking gratitude. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of the guys who are really good at education love giving back and love that gratitude portion of it. So it's not always about the money. I think a lot, like you talked about, we talked well, about, look, you look know, at Moody, look at Moody. Moody and uh, and Marinfar, nonprofit, definitely not about the money, right? Like, let me explain. They, they, they you know what they love? They love people because if you yes. ever hang out with those dudes, they are the coolest dudes ever, man. They are. But if you do have an educational platform of some sense, if you are building, whether it's your study clubs, it's consistent. If there's something that you have that you've developed, develops yourself to have an educational vertical as well, you will have a lot more say and pull and influence with these companies because that is the heart. That is the heartbeat of it all. And they've had to separate marketing and education. And that's why you're seeing this lack of continuity because all the sunshine shit and all that. But like, if you hold that education vertical, that is their subtle way of marketing. And it is such a need, especially in a consolidation stage, there's all these clinics going to DSOs selling out. They, they they need this because it's not going to be learned in school implants wise. All the all the implants are being done by GBR or outsourced, and there's so many cheap implants to get done outside of schools now that people aren't coming in. So they're not getting the implant volume in school that they were they used to get, right? And so these outside the box programs are essential. They have to have them. So who else is up and coming that you've heard of lately? We talked to Matt Fine, him and Israel Putterman, but they're, I wouldn't call them up and coming. I'm saying they're there already crushing. Sure. Who else? I mean, Joe, obviously, 
Marin Farr is crushing. Moody's crushing. You know what Moody's doing though, and what's really cool, Implant Pathway. And I actually ducked uh, Dr. Adedoyan, our friend Dr. Silverman. Are they're kind of like I think they're going to be doing satellite uh, education. So we'll actually get both of them on. Um, I've actually talked to them. Both cool people. Uh, Bart's up in New York. He's an oral surgeon. Dr. Adedoyan. Uh, she's actually with Affordable Dentures. And what's cool about her is like I walked into that office one day. Uh, this was years ago, and I'm like, affordable dentures, okay. What's going to be going on? She's doing an arch with Pincus Adar. And if you don't know oh, who Pincus yeah. Adar is, he's one of the best ceramists in the entire world. And, you know, big money to do cases with him. And I'm like, holy crap. And it changed my whole perspective on, like, what could be done in a corporate practice. That was right when I met, uh, you know, Pay Ray, too, and he was still at affordable. Like, man. I, I think they're not getting things set up yet, but I think in the next – 24 months you'll see a few names blow up so i think there's some really good talent in canada um i think dr aptkar that we were talking about with fine is yeah killer i think phil walton shout out to him by the way he just started following us on instagram so dude awesome guy been no been working with him through instagram for a while um i think dr phil walton is going to be awesome. I think he's Maybe getting the nicest guy I've ever met. Kick <laughs> like ass, so. but all Canadians are right. Like they're just also yeah, nice. That's, up there. that's true, right? <laughs> but like, I think he'll be. I think he'll be incredible. I think that the Stanleys will get a little bit more aggressive and more corporate support because what a lot of people don't realize until the companies give you the blessing, the lights aren't fully turned on unless you have something like Payray. Payray hasn't gotten the red carpet like a. a 20 year old KOL would have right now. Right. Yeah. But he has the influence and he's doing the shit that those guys are doing. Yeah. Not better. And so companies want to work with him so bad and they're working with him, which they usually wouldn't with someone his age and his ADD and everything else. Right. Cause he's yeah. not, doesn't fit into their corporate mold because usually what they do, they send you to like, okay. Um, company uh, Switzerland, for instance, sends you off to this school, this, this Academy to teach you how to be a speaker. Right. And so they teach you and train you how to speak, how to present, how to make your slides. And they kind of train you by their system and the way that they want you to present and represent them. Sure. So when you have the control, like payment does or whatever, it's a little bit scary for them. And now he's getting the support. And it's different now. But by having that, it's, it's a total game changer. So, you know, I think that's where this threshold is for a lot of these guys is you have to be really disruptive. If you don't have that support from those corporations, because it's a lot of risk. It, it takes a lot of money and time. Oh, yeah. No, it really does. There is a lot of risk there. Oh, you know, there's another one, too. And these guys aren't like new to education, but like David Wong and then Curry Levitt, they're in a course together. But Curry's got his Red Rock oh, yeah. Institute. Uh, yeah. Curry, Curry is one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet. Great lecturer. Just a cool dude, too. I mean, honestly, so that's another one of them, too. Well, and uh, I do think Dr. Hartman, man, I've been working with him. I met him at Amos and ever since then, we've been really working closely. That guy is awesome. He's all about educating and he really takes it serious, dude. That guy is going to be awesome. He's an introvert because he's really smart with tech and stuff. And sure, and he's not really awkward, but he's just not as in your face like some a lot of these educators can be because there are a lot of them are just a type A, right? Like very good course, people yeah. and He's a little bit in, in certain ways you need to be to get that thing off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so like he's just very modest stuff and and but he's awesome, man. He did a really great job of that that first episode. I think he's gonna be really good. I really do. Awesome, man. We'll keep tuning into that. What else we got going on? Yeah, man. I'm stoked about the sales meeting. Let's try to figure that out. Like, dude, just come down one day. We'll just do it. What can they say? You're just hanging out the Ritz. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can. So I got 
Uh, maybe I could Sunday morning. You're your own when, boss. When, you when, can do whatever when you want, meeting, it, It's what, what, Sunday, Monday, Sunday Tuesday? through, yeah, Wednesday morning? Something oh, like oh, okay. I could probably make that then. Yeah, maybe I will. We'll figure it out. Let me look at the schedule, see if we got some, like, break time or something. Like, we'll work some out. I'm going to text Bergman, let him know I'm on the way. <laughs> Stay up yeah, I'm on the way, buddy. Hey, so, Stan, that would way. actually be fun to grab some of the reps too. And I mean, they'll eat it up, dude. And there's some, we got some cool dudes there, man. I'll tell you what. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. So I'm putting at least a, a couple rounds of drinks on, uh, on, oh, I can't. It's dry January. I'm not uh, drinking. I'll buy you a soda, bud. I'll buy God. you a soda. All right. uh, <laughs> I'm getting the most expensive imported Coca Cola they got. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Go for it. <laughs> So, well, cool, dude. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at the Stanley's uh, course, and we'll record there as well. Dude, honestly, I love doing this with you, man. Um, I know we give each other a lot of shit, but this has been awesome, fun, getting our voice out there. And thank you, everybody out there who's been listening. Like, you're literally, we can see who's listening and how much, and you guys are listening a lot. So, if you guys have advice for us, if you guys want topics or, you know. Yeah, we can also see uh, Google search history, history, too. So, yeah. We have that kind of don't open that email from Blake. <laughs> Seriously. God, that sucked. The cold sort email. That's all we'll call it. We were just waking up at 6 a.m. and you just emailed a ton of people and you it was some I don't know, it was awful. So if you were on that email list, I'm sorry. Did that really happen? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh, this happened a month know. ago, man. It was awful. It was someone hacked me. My email went on the uh, dark web because I got a notification about it, and it started emailing Just people. Just happened to go on the dark web, yeah, yeah. So it like they asked me, well, you know, I'm trying to. I was trying to like you know buy a fake passport stuff, you know. Yeah. Anyways, Bitcoin, <laughs> don't like. No, but it. I, so it's sending all these people's file, and it's a malicious file for malware or whatever, you know. But I'm like, damn it. And I'm texting Zach, our CTO, my, my business partner. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Are you kidding me? My phone's going like, dude, he's like, I, what do you want me to do? This is with GoDaddy. Your email's registered with them. I'm like, oh my God. And so I just shut it down, changed the path. It was a freaking nightmare, dude. So for so like- I tell you, but, but don't be looking at that, that porn on your computer. <laughs> it said seven days free. Free my ass. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna lose it, dude. All right, man. Man, this is like the most vulgar podcast I've done. I'm sober. Maybe I need to start drinking again. It calmed me down. Yeah, dude, yeah. I don't know what'll happen. Good Ooh. lord. Nine days, nine days sober, man. It make me angry. Wait, I can't bring you. I can't bring you to this sales meeting acting this way. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, well, we're leaving that one in for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's, just that's too right. Much fun. Oh, I love it, dude. All right, brother. Well, I will see you tomorrow, and we'll catch you guys next time on the All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.